This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. We create and broadcast these episodes live on native lands. We acknowledge these are unceded lands, with diverse communities maintaining connections to these places, and recognize their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. Learn more by visiting the Native American Rights Fund website at narf.org. Okay, I understand you guys are pleading insanity, claiming demonic spirits possess you to do these hideous murders. Can you please explain to this court how these so-called spirits made you into these raving madmen? Be a witness as I exercise my exorcism. The evil that lurks within the sin, the terrorism. Possessed by evil spirits, voices from the dead. I come forth with grave diggers and a The head. Esoteric Order of Roleplayers, in cooperation with the Dead Gamers Society, present Diary of a Madman. A Hunter the Vigil Chronicle with David Larkin as the storyteller. Guilty. Next case. All right. So we are back and we're going to get into it with an actual session here um for the first session you know we're just we're just going to kind of i like to use it to establish character um let you all sort of you know figure out how you interact with each other obviously drop some fun hooks maybe some other stuff we'll see (laughs) <laughs> but uh it'll be fairly fairly chill you know i like to start start at a low level of intensity and build from there so um so i think i mentioned in the discord that the first thing i wanted to do was kind of do a collaborative um thing that i'm stealing from monster hearts called uh setting up a seating chart and uh has anyone played monster hearts before i haven't no that's no no I've read the book, but I have not played it. Yes. Um, So in Monster Hearts, one of the first things you do is you set up a seating chart, which basically just allows you as the players to define who you are kind of associating with at school. These are like your, your classmates, essentially. And they can be rivals. They can be friends. They can be neutral parties. Um, It's really just, we're just making, making characters here. And so uh, basically I, I draw a little grid. Uh, I went with 16 squares in this case. And uh, four, since there's four of you, four of those squares will be filled. And then you all collaborate to fill the other 12. So the first question when we are making a seating chart um, is to ask which one of you four are the most popular. Definitely not me. <laughs> yeah. I think that I, I think might it's be, be me. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, instead of the alley, use character being the athlete. I was actually yeah. going to, I mean, uh, I, I was actually saying Nico's character has a strong argument, though. Aren't they, aren't, isn't he like the social kid? 
social class clowny kind of, I think it could be either one. I think it depends on if we think this school is very like sports focused mm. or very like, or otherwise relatively chill because if it's, if it's yeah. very athletics heavy, I can see an argument for Ali's character being like for being very popular. Otherwise I think if I'm I did not, think I'm definitely a, a social drifter. Oh, LU, LU is correct. He has a dot of fame by definition. Oh yeah. Oh In the right. Culture world of high school that that trumps. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> yes, quite so. All right, so that would be Ned. <clears throat> so, um, so for Ned, when he you know comes into homeroom, where does he generally sit? Imagine a, a seating chart of four four desks across and four desks down, right? Mm-hmm. So you sit towards the front, towards the back, middle. Are there window seats? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, probably a window uh, near, probably if if there are two, then the rear of the window seats, but probably a window All right. seat. All right. So we'll put you uh, third back on the on the first row, if that makes any sense. It makes perfect sense, yeah. Okay. And and uh, so who does Ned sit next to? Who's, who's sitting on Ned's right? It's got to be someone from the team, I imagine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, let's say someone with a similar um, shortening of their name. So like uh, uh, Stoney for Winston, you know, he doesn't want to be nice. called Winston, right? So yeah. Stoney. Um, yeah. And, and do they all call him the Stone Man? Absolutely. Stone Man. Yeah. Stone absolutely. Man. All right. <laughs> um and so okay so so stoney's a, a teammate uh, are you friends or you know is is he the captain of the team you know like like what are we what are we thinking i i think we're pretty good friends um uh i think most of the team is pretty close but stoney and Matt are probably among the closer um he's sort of a patch a patch fill in for where um uh ken kyle uh oh ken ken sorry uh was you know four years ago maybe oh interesting okay yep makes sense okay and um and what does uh what does annie think of of the stone man andrew (laughs) And well, I mean, he is. I, I'm going to go with the stone thing and say that he's probably not uh, a, a thinker. Uh, so I, I think you know, uh, while he certainly has a, a nice big shoulders, um, Annie is otherwise not impressed by him because he doesn't really have anything to say. And Annie is really only into people who have something to say or read all the time, or both. Uh, okay, cool. So kind of basic, basic. Yeah, not not a bad person, not a mean person, but just yeah. doesn't really have much. Yeah, just you know, stone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, solid, but not complicated. It's stony. All right. So, um, who then among the the remaining three of you is the next most popular? That would be Nico's character. Without question. Yeah. That. That. It's probably probably me. So that's Ari, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so where does Ari sit in the homeroom? Given that it's four across, it's hard to be dead center, but it's definitely front row. Mm. One of those middle seats. Okay. Put you um, put you on the third row then. If Ned's in the first row, you'll be in the third. Or, uh, yeah, whatever. File. Row, file. I can never keep those straight. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we'll put Ari there. And... Let's see. So who, since Ari's sitting in the front, who sits behind Ari? I think behind him is his high school crush. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely um, some chick that he thinks that he'd get along with is like clowns around with whether or not she's the most receptive to it, but hasn't actually got gathered up the nerve to have a serious conversation or get to know her in any, like, any way outside of schoolwork, classwork kind of situation. Um, let's say her name is Lauren. And uh, what what is it about Lauren that, that uh, Ari is crushing on? Is it just physical attraction or is there something else? I think he thinks it's just physical attraction. Um, she's definitely, mm-hmm. she's not like the nerd, but she gets decent grades. And I think that he does, if he stopped and thought about it for more than five seconds, he would recognize that he does find that actually really attractive in a person, like having the ability to sit and think things through. And like in like some odd years later down the line, maybe she goes into journalism and he finds, and like he likes that analytical side of her. Mm-hmm. But like that's not what he's telling his friends. He's telling his friends that she's hot. <laughs> right. I like it. And um let's see. What else could we say about uh Lauren? Like what 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 would Nick have to say about Lauren? Um what what have we established? She's that she's a brainy kid. Mm-hmm. Um Ari has a crush on her. There's, I think, oh, you know what? Let's make this interesting. They were childhood friends. If she's a brainy kid, she probably has brainy parents. And that means her brainy parents probably worked at the JPL too. So I imagine when we were were very young, our parents were in each other's houses all the time and um, dragged us along. But, you know, I think, it's like how it is with your sometimes your elementary school friends. They, they maybe grow apart a little bit, not necessarily like you know in the whole like we're we're now sworn enemies and we tease each other, but we just you know we don't talk to each other as much as we used to in school. Our parents still are in and out of each other's houses a lot, right? Right, but it's the kind of friendly the friendly nod maybe, yeah. and uh, that's about it. You know. Yeah. All right. Cool. And. Um, so yes, that leaves Annie and uh, Nick um, to duke it out for last place. So who's the least popular between the two of you? I'm not sure. Uh, I, I think Nick is kind of one of the weird kids because he talks. He's really into computers and in the mid '90s, and true, true. he talks a lot about conspiracy theories. But he's also the goalie for the soccer team. And that 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 given that that means it's not impossible he has actually like saved a game or two, like with a with a stunning save that that yeah. probably gives him like that kind of evens it out. So I think he's actually like just net neutral popularity. 
He is neither popular nor unpopular. He simply exists. He exists. Yeah, I, I think that based on Patrick's description, I, I'm going to move that I'm the least popular and not because I'm not cool in my own way, but because I'm confrontational and I like to speak truth to power. And so then that kind of makes me adversarial in a way that um, he's awkward, his character is awkward, but I'm, I'm kind of difficult. Yeah, oh, you, alien, you alienate people, basically. Yes, and, and I, I actually like that. <laughs> it's a source of pride for you. Totally. All right, so where, where does old Graves uh, sit then? You've got um, someone in the front, someone towards the back, nobody all the way in the back yet. Um, he probably would sit in the back. Oh, uh, is there, so where's the windows? Hmm. So the windows are, uh, you know, if I'm looking at this diagram, they're on the left-hand side of the diagram. And I, I imagine the door is on the right-hand side. Right? He would sit. Hmm. Okay, so there's two options here. I can either have him sit to the back towards the windows where he can constantly look out the windows like the daydreaming kid, daydreaming kid he is. Or if I went leading to the conspiracy side, he'd slip, sit in the front right so he could be closest to the door because that's where the escape route is. Oh, yeah. So that would put you next to Ari if you did. I did. I don't think he's there yet. I think I think he's still in the conspiracy theories are fun. No, like not not the conspiracy theories are. Oh shit, they're real. So I think that actually <laughs> might be a growth point to him. Is how he 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 he, he migrates from the back left to the front right. Front right. As, he, as, as as he actually discovers that this shit is real. Yes. <laughs> All right. So back left would actually put you right behind Ned. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is fine. Thanks. That's fine. It's, it's a soccer team thing. I guess so. Yeah, look at that. So so that really just leaves one desk open to your right. So we've got Ned, Stoney, and Nick in the back corner. Who's sitting next to Nick? Is it another uh, teammate or is it somebody else? We suck three kids. Too. How big is the school? Uh, you know, I was trying, you know, this, this is the depth of research I try to get into as I was trying to find... <laughs> The enrollment numbers for Pasadena High School in the 90s. Uh, couldn't turn anything up, but I think, I know I wrote it down somewhere. It's it's a decent sized school. You know, I mean, a couple thousand students, I'd say. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so so we're not, we're, this is just our homeroom of the, of the grade. This Correct. is not the entire grade. Okay. Um, Correct. Yeah, enrollment for the 2018-19 academic year was 2,300. So probably not much less than that uh, in the 90s. Let's go with the school bully. Cool. Let's go with someone antagonistic. We, we, um, uh, probably a football player. Um, mm. and, and the main thing keeping me off of his immediate, like pounding radar is the fact that I'm sitting right next to the soccer is that I'm with the soccer team. I'm with my boys. And so that they wouldn't necessarily, so if you can't, he's want to push it too hard. Um, but I, th- I think this guy particularly doesn't like me. Um, let's so, I could even so see there being kind of a rivalry, there? right, between the two teams. Yeah, the soccer and the football team. Yeah, I yeah. think so. There's absolutely, yeah. like, and I think the coaches encourage it because it's it's a funding question, <laughs> right? So, so we have like, so like the the coaches themselves are like, really shouldn't be doing this, but they are. Uh, but all you, you had a question. I was just asking if you two have this enmity. Like, who's the one that sat next to the other? Do you know what I mean? He sat next to me. He, yeah, he wanted to get my grill. 
Um, I'm sorry, what was the name? I didn't come up with one. Okay. Um, let's go to my random name generator. Tyler Clark. Shit. Tyler Clark. Perfect. <laughs> Doesn't that just sound like a bully? Totally it does. No offense to any Tyler Clarks listening, but <laughs> if you're a Tyler Clark listening and you're not a bully, sound off in the comments. Um, oh, by the way, this uh, podcast was recently rated number one in the Cayman Islands for oh, gaming uh, podcasts. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Long Dirty Money came and World of Darkness podcasts. That's right. <laughs> it's, uh, my old neighborhood. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, we'll call it. Uh, we'll call it Kismet. Then we'll call it a yeah, good sign. Exactly. Right. Just, just think how much more popular we're going to be there after you do the game. Exactly. Right. You're no going to get kidding. that Cayman Islands bump. Yeah. Take, take sure. note, listeners. We have a Cayman yeah. Islands former resident. <laughs> right on. I was mostly just surprised. It was like, oh, they're tracking that. You know, like I, you know, I don't know how these regions are broken out. You know, is it nationally? Yeah. Is it by region? You know, it's very interesting, but. Uh, yeah, we're we're traditionally very big in Finland. Actually, we have a very very strong oh, base cool. of Finnish fans. So, or I was joking about flying over there to do a live show. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Finland. Um, any excuse to visit Finland. You know. Is there is there anything else? And this is just kind of a general question for everybody. Is there anything else about Tyler that that we should note? And it could be something that your characters don't know too. Remember, like it could be, you know, mm. some kind of a secret or you know, double life or something. You know, double life. Um, he's <laughs> he's uh, big, he but he's not linebacker big. Like he's not a linebacker. He's he's some other part of the team. Um, and like he's he's not. He, it isn't just pure muscle. It's 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 a mixture of being a football player plus just sheer meanness. Is that is what lets him do what he does. All right. Bad attitude. Okay. I would guess that, you know, part of the reason, aside from just, you know, there being more soccer players around, I'm guessing maybe he's isolated from his football players by virtue of just class assignments mm. um, a little bit. Um, a part of the reason he hasn't started a fight is that, like, he lost the fight in middle school. And, it, it you know, you can lose one, right? So it's better to really have the facade of, of being the one who would win rather than risk mm. finding out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little like glass jawed. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. So let's see. Uh, that would just leave Annie. So where does Annie sit? So when you say that the right side of the classroom is the side with the door, mm -hmm. is this a classroom that's like a first floor and there's only a single door in and out? Are there two doors in and out? There are two. There's your classic towards the front, towards the back situation. Okay. So I, I kind of feel like she's someone who doodles a lot and she doesn't like people seeing what she's doodling. Um, and mm. it may be everything from pentacles to weird little like faces and things um and she just doesn't like that you know as much as she's confrontational when she wants to be she also kind of likes to keep a lower profile so I, my gut is that she would be in the back because she doesn't kind of want people walking past her mm -hmm. um so mm -hmm. if there are the two doors so i think she definitely doesn't want to sit next to the bully so i think probably uh, you know let's say back corner for her 
yeah. or 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 uh, three back from the front of um, row front. four. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Let's put Annie there. Excellent. And uh, so we got a we got a wide open field here. Um, since we got an empty desk in front, behind, and to your left. So who is sitting near Annie, and in what desk, and who are they, and so forth? Okay. Um, I'm going to say that um, seated seated next to Annie is Sarah, and to the left of Annie, so between the bully and Annie, Sarah mm-hmm. is a stoner member of the marching band. <laughs> and it, it's that sort of like, you know, the outcast range of all the arts kids and then, you know, the druggy kids mm-hmm. and everything. So they're, they're not necessarily friends, but they're copacetic and, you know, they they have friends in common. Love that. And not of them yucks, the other's young. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so so Annie's like cool. Somebody's kind of a stoner. She's not judgmental. Not at all. Not at all. People, people all can find their own paths. <laughs> paths to enlightenment. Okay. And um, does anyone else have anything to say about Sarah? Any, any other relationships to her or anything, uh, you know, just about her as a person? Um, I absolutely. I absolutely have hit her up for her dealer before. Because, like, you can't go to a party and become empty-handed. <laughs> All right, so she's a hookup. Jesus I also source. like the idea, you know, of, of her being and having and playing an instrument, an interesting instrument. So, what if we say that she's a drummer? Mm-hmm. Like that. All right. Just go ahead and create this GM surrogate character. Well, why don't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh cool. Excellent. So now we've got all four of you and we've got four other people. So that leaves four uh no, more than that. Eight. That leaves eight empty desks. All right. So um let's see. I can start asking provocative questions. So uh, the person sitting ne- uh, sitting to Ari's left um, got arrested last summer. So, uh, Nico, who who is this person, and what did they get arrested for? I feel like, like technically, it would still fall under like assault and battery, but it definitely mm-hmm. was one of those like got in a fight that that they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely picked a fight off school grounds sure. that uh, ended poorly for them. Can I make a suggestion? Mm-hmm. What if they got into a fight with an actual adult as opposed to another stupid school kid? And that's why the police were gotten got involved because it got it, it got much more serious than like two high schoolers fighting would have. Right. Yeah. And then you know, and then because of everything, they've been gone for a hot second. So this is probably like one of their first years actually back. So mm-hmm. there's some there's some rep there. There's definitely a little bit of intimidation for a lot of the other students, I imagine, because like 
who's going to be the first one to talk, especially if we're, I mean, we're not at the beginning of the school year. So someone's definitely broken the seal of who's going to talk to them first. Mm. But there's still a lot of that, like, tread carefully kind of, kind of air about them. Mm hmm. I'd also like to suggest that the reason that this person who that's front middle seat is mm -hmm. because they were the last one in the class and it was the only seat left. And that was the only reason that they were in the most conspicuous spot in the classroom, which is yeah. the last place someone who's been gone for a while wants to be in. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's in all full right. docking range of anybody, of everyone, basically. Oh, yeah. Just feeling all those eyes on them at all times. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what is their name? And that's it's just open to anybody who has one. Throw it out. Archibald Phillips. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Uh -huh. well, there's the reason they got in the fight. Yeah, right. <laughs> A little sense hey, of Archibald. That's right. Yeah, they could just go by Archie. I like it. That's true. Archie Phillips. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. How about for Ned? Ned, somebody's sitting in front of Ned. And um, let's call him Miguel. And uh, what are the rumors about Miguel's family? Family. And are they true? Um, there are a lot of rumors about Miguel's family. Most of them, he spreads himself. Um, <laughs> his uh, dad is um, some big shot overseas, um, or um, his brother. Um, uh, his brother is going to be in the big leagues and something. You know, um, mm -hmm. they um, supposedly. Um, have ties with every, you know, influential organization you can name, you know, they're, they're supposed to be there. He's just a rumor monger. He, frankly, he's a liar. Um, yes, he's but, a storyteller, you know. Um, but does his uncle work at Nintendo? His uncle right. absolutely works at Nintendo. Absolutely. Um, and uh, um, if you've, if you've known him long enough and you're paying close enough attention, he's contradicted himself you know, a few too many times. Um, mm -hmm. um, but he's very impressive to someone who's met him just once. Um, uh, yeah, he's, you know, um, and he's always trying to one-up everyone, you know, which frankly Ned doesn't like because he's got a claim to fame, mm. you know, um, and he has to compete. How can he compete with, you know, these, uh, oh, uh, you know, bold claims that he is making all the time, you know? Um, yeah, so it, it grates at net a little bit, but you know, you don't want to push too hard. Um, you know, you just want to poke holes every now and again, but not, you know, get into a fight over it. Like that can't be true. You know, no, you just, you know, you have to let it be. So, so he grates a little bit. I kind of imagine that every time that he actually set, get the right answer in class and that kind of just steers daggers at the back of his head. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. He <laughs> is the bane of Nick's existence. Because people keep ever since people keep coming to be like, wait, is his uncle actually in Denver? He's like, ah, hang on, and he has to go and research. He's like, no, he's making it up again. So he spends way more time checking up on on, on Miguel's lives than he would personally like to be doing. <laughs> nice. 
All right. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> let's put someone behind Annie. So next to the back door. And um, we will call her Jenna. And she's another one who who has missed some school, but this was a little little long, you know, not this year, but last year, right? So so for um, uh, I'll ask uh, Nick, why did Jenna miss so much school last year? You want the real reason or the rumor? I'd love both. Let's do both. So the rumor, uh-huh. the really cruel rumor that all the kids tell everybody, was that she was pregnant. Mm. It's not true, but it's the story that he's passing around. Um, The truth is uh, that she was out for very painful, intensive surgery that was required Mm. because one of her legs was growing um, at a different rate than the other leg. So uh, so some very painful surgery was required in order to uh, adjust that. And the recovery time was not not a joke. Um, yeah. But she was very, very self-conscious and, a, and self-aware of it. Um, so she doesn't really like to talk about what it actually is. Like her, there's a pretty nasty scar on, on her hip and leg. Uh, um, and so she she doesn't like to talk about what it actually is. Plus, you know, kids are cruel. Um, yeah. And once once an idea sets in, um, it's, it's hard to blast out. Um, so that's 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 what that's what everyone says it is. That's what the truth is. Okay, love it. Anyone else have any uh, opinions on Jenna, one way or the other? I think there was a time when people were gossiping about her, and Annie really stood up to them about it and said, "Well, you don't really know what happened," and you know. Why on earth would you talk, you know, sort of like, how dare you talk about something you don't know about and it's not your business anyway, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it didn't make Jenna and Annie friends, but Annie cares, you know, cares about the truth. Yeah. All right. I was going right. to say, it seems likely that Miguel may have started that rumor. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he'll he'll just make things up about anybody. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he loves to have a story, and if he doesn't, he'll make one up. Love it. Which suddenly makes him sound like more and more like Miguel is the, the true bully. But <laughs> he does kind of sound a little worse than uh, Tyler. Yeah. I, I, everyone I thinks. Ty- yeah. Good. I was gonna say, like, I think I agree with you. I I I don't know. I I kind of want to rethink of <laughs> what Tyler is because it does sort of seem like Miguel is rapidly becoming way worse. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like Tyler is like the classic bully and the one that everyone presumes is the bully, but anyone who knows about the fault lines at the school knows that really Miguel is the Machiavellian chess master. <laughs> Miguel hides behind Tyler a lot. Tyler Ooh. uses, like he he's actually using Tyler, who, who as we've established, feels kind of isolated because of his football friends are here. Mm. So Miguel has befriended Tyler because he needs a meat shield in case anyone just gets sick of him. Yeah, I know I we're not, like Miguel. It feels, it feels like we're spreading rumors about Miguel right now. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just speaking the truth. So <laughs> I, think right. Miguel, I think Miguel comes from money. Right. And I bet you that Miguel has offered 
Tyler a couple of things to do his dirty work. So Tyler almost is like an unofficial henchman. Like old money. Like his, his oh, yeah. he can tra- like he can trace his his ancestry back to like the earliest Spanish colon Spanish dons that settled California yeah. level old money. Yeah, their family owns tons of real estate and yeah. a couple of different business ventures. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The old Californios. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Um well, let's see. So I'm just trying to like keep an eye on the demographics and everything. Uh, and oh, I yeah, mean that both in terms of gender and also in terms of who's a bastard versus who isn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> good to keep track of for sure. The, the bastard quotient. Um, so Annie, I see we've got a, a seat open in front of you and that would be next to Lauren, who was Ari's crush. Mm-hmm. Is this an opportunity for a love triangle maybe between Annie, Lauren, and Ari, or Ari, Lauren, and this empty seat. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like it could be an interesting love triangle with Ari and Lauren. And um, why don't we say that there is, um, what's a good name? Uh, Let's say Lewis. Um, And Lewis is um, someone who also kind of has a crush on, on Lauren, but Lauren is not necessarily like, you know, going going for that either. So there's a lot of kind of tension there amongst the three of them. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of flirtation and a little bit of friendly competition. Well, maybe not friendly, but a little bit of, you know, sublimated competition there for Lauren's attention, but it's no one's necessarily winning this game. Okay. I like it. Poor Lauren. <laughs> I feel sorry for her. Um, so what else about Lewis? And this is just an open question, you know, uh, is there something else about Lewis that we should know? Well, he's not on the jock side of the classroom. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, he's not a jock, but he's also not like an art nerd. So um, I'm trying to decide, you know, what's up? Shock it. Oh, Shock interesting. It. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Oh, that like, like uh, metal shop or workshop? Oh, okay, like, yeah, it. workshop. Like, you know, uh, wood shop. Um, sometimes auto if we have it. Yeah. yeah. Auto shop if we have it. Uh, and not just because you named him Lewis and our illustrious gamer society uh, leader is himself a carpenter. That's uh-huh. not why I suggested that. That's why I suggested that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's great. And you'll have to yeah. bear with me just a little. Uh, all my knowledge of high school, American high school tropes is like John Hughes movies and, and you know, TV. So I, I mean, that's largely what I lean on as well. So Okay, great. You know, great. Yeah. Exactly like it's a, that. It's a good foundation, frankly. Yeah. Just watch lots of Degrassi, the next generation. You'll be fine. You know? Okay, great. Oh, that God. Really good. <laughs> um. Okay, cool. Lewis is a shop kid. Yeah, I, I'm looking at a. I did find a, a cool, um, you know, map of the campus, um, which will, you know, I'll share it when when appropriate. But it's sort of somewhat enigmatically labeled. Uh, some parts of it are clearly, you know, labeled like, oh, that's the library, that's the gym, that's the pool. They have a handball court, they have tennis courts, they have a baseball field, um, soccer. They have a soccer field. There you go um but um yeah don't see anything about shops per se they have a theater that's good to know 
Um, but I'm sure there's something there. And we'll just say it's Woodshop. That's fine. All right. So let's see. We've got a few more. So I'll just kind of open the floor if anyone's thinking of anybody uh, in particular, if anyone's coming through the ether, you know. Uh, have we hit all of our uh, legally mandated um, high school movie tropes? Are we missing anybody? Uh, I feel like question. we're low on girls. And I think specifically yeah. the a classic trope is we don't have a popular girl. Now, that mm. person could be a mean girl or not, but I do feel like we need someone and we might slot her in near the jocks. Yeah. Do you really want to go to tropes? Go full cheerleader status? Because, uh, yeah, we don't have a mean Ooh. girl. We don't have a cheerleader. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. We don't have any of the theater kids. <laughs> so the desk next to Tyler's open. So is she, are they dating? Are they an item? Oh, she, 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 that was yeah. perfect. Yes. Okay. The football guy and the cheerleader? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Excellent. So Can she have a like cheerleader? a secret hobby? Like um like ornithology, like bird watching or something, you know, that she <laughs> has to, you know, kind of keep on the down low. But like if you're going through if you're walking through the park one day, you might just see her, you know, like, what do you do? What what are their binoculars? You know, I don't know. Right. I, <laughs> okay no but that like actually it. that's actually great because that also puts her in a position to accidentally see something Ooh. totally yeah yeah and i just love the idea that the kind of meathead bully is dating like the cheerleader who secretly is an ornithologist that's amazing <laughs> yeah i was thinking right like <laughs> and it's almost like the dynamic is she's really good at animals and that's why she gets them <laughs> <laughs> nice all right do we have a name for her stephanie nice yeah all right all right we got three more desks to fill um so yeah we don't have we have we have a, a marching band slash stoner we don't have any theater kids. I don't know if we want any. Um, what else? We don't have any religious kids. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of all the tropes. Um, we've got some rich kids. That's good. Ari's, a, Ari's a religious kid, isn't he? Well, that's true. Ari fills yeah. that. that. Yeah. I go to church and everything. <laughs> we don't have a teacher's pet. Um, and having Ooh, yeah. another kind of more nerdy character might be interesting. I also, yeah. uh, I'm not saying these two need to be the same. Um, I'm thinking in terms of demographics, we have some Hispanic characters, we have some white characters. Um, do we need to do we need to make it a little less pale in general as well? I mean, we 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 have we've largely been avoiding surnames, and that's fine because I kind of was thinking like we can fill that in as we go. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, if we like, so obviously, like Miguel is Hispanic. You know, like if we want to just sort of indicate more clearly uh, ethnicity, that's fine as well. I we don't know if we children. have... Oh, sorry, you go uh, ahead. I'll, you was going to make a dumb joke. I don't know if we have... Uh, no, I guess we do. I was going to say, I don't know if we have a true delinquent, but I guess we have the kid, who, uh, Archie, I think, who got into a fight. Is he an Archie. actual delinquent, or did he just get into a fight that, that went wrong, that went south? Uh, for some reason, what I was imagining as Nico was describing the situation is almost like he was at a college party 
and he got in a fight over a girl and the fight got much more vicious than it should have. And that's why he was out. Like, so it wasn't, you know, him getting in a fight with an adult, why would he have been out? Well, because he kind of went about, he passed certain lines and what went down in that fight. Mm. Like he grabbed a bottle right. and smashed it. And right. yeah. accidentally like landed somebody in the hospital, even though they, you know, it was just like they tripped and fell and cracked their skull or something, but it still counts well, as battery. A lot of the placement, I mean, a lot of the next characters will be decided kind of by the seats, right? Like what seats are left? They're more up so, front, they think, right? Yes, everything's up front. So we've got a seat right next to the front door. Mm-hmm. Then we've got a seat on the far side next to the window in the front row. And then we have a seat that's open between Archie, Miguel, Lauren, and Stoney. I would so say front our front door person should probably be the slacker. Yeah, because mm. that that way he gets out of the he or she gets know. out of the uh, of the classroom as quickly as is possible, Slide and back. then slides in if they're late too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the only the only day he came in early was the day we chose seats specifically so we could get that seat. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next. That's a high level strats of the slack. Yes. <laughs> well, you, it's a, it's a person from... who's so smart that they can actually they're really good at slacking because they don't have right. to try hard at anything. Yes. <laughs> the the upgrade from amateur slacker to pro slacker moves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. So we've got a slacker. Uh what el- what else about our slacker friend here? Um, um... Mayors, either the mayors or the sheriff, the police chief's son. I love the idea of the police chief's son only because the thing I was going to say, going to ask is, are they the person selling, like, I'll do your essay for like 10 bucks, not 10 bucks, but you know, maybe whatever the going rate was at the time. Yeah. 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 Adjust for crime inflation. A dot of resources is what it is. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I love it. So where, where, right. where was that one going to be? Was that the upper corner or was that the one between the four? That is the corner next to the door. Okay. So that's the, the, the slacker is also the cop stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes. And what is our, what is our slacker's name? Names. Jesse. Jesse. Good. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we got two seats left. Let's make them girls and figure out what we're going to do with them. (laughs) So uh, we've got the one in the front near the window and then the one that's just kind of like free floating in the middle there. And did we commit to a theater kid yet? We didn't. Um, seems like a good chance, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, for which one? Oh, um, probably not the one between Stony and and in that gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So near the window. Yeah. Theater people are not shy, so having That's that true. person in the very front, right next to the teacher, makes sense. Yeah. Totally. It's the desk nearest the teacher's desk as well. So, yeah. There we go. Well, yeah. So, so for some reason, we keep jumping in my head. I'm sure, you know, as fans of the 90s, many of you have seen Dairy Girls, um, which is, mm-hmm. I love it so much. 
Yes. Um, there's the teacher's pet character, the skinny girl who comes from money and the long dark hair, and he's an awful yeah. performer. I yeah. kind of like that vibe of like that teacher's pet meets artsy person, you know, <laughs> kind of vibe. So I, right. I feel like you could definitely string those types together. Yeah. Perfect. Into that. And what is her name? Number Mariska. one name in, in the middle. Sorry, go ahead. I said Mariska. Mariska. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I was going to say something like really uh, uh, like like Amatista or something like that. Something like Ooh. Uh, Ooh. dramatic, you know. But Mariska is actually pretty dramatic itself, honestly. It's pretty... Let's give Amatista to the last desk. All right. And what is her deal? What's she up to? Did you, um, Andrew, from what I recall, scale back a little bit on the the hippie aspect and lean into the occult aspect, or was that was that right? Yeah, I um, leaned into the occult and like the literature professors, right? Code. So very right. self empowered, too too smart, and adult for her own good. Okay. So are you thinking this is the hippie girl? This is the patchouli yeah. girl? Yeah, I think so. Okay, right. cool. Yeah. Could could she be a kid? I So I think in the 90s, you could still petition basically to be in a different school district. Maybe, mm. maybe part of the hippie thing is she was raised by hippies and she actually doesn't live in the city part of Pasadena. Maybe she lives in the unincorporated part that's kind of up more toward the hills. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That LA history. <laughs> Nothing mysterious could possibly happen in the hills away from civilization. No. no. Particularly in an old, not well maintained house. Yeah, we're definitely not in a war movie, guys. We'll be fine. Mm. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, I think we should split up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Always a great idea. Yes, please do. All right. Well, that is everybody. So I'll just uh, review really quickly here. So starting from the front door, we have uh, Jesse, who is the police chief's son and resident slacker. Um, I also feel like we have kind of an unofficial Bermuda Triangle of stoners slash drug kids here between Jesse, Sarah, and Amatista. I mean, maybe she, you know, maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. I don't know. But she's a hippie kid. So, you know, I'm just making assumptions. Uh, but we got Jesse Slacker. Then sitting next to Jesse, we have Ari. Sitting next to Ari, we have Archie. So we have Ari and Archie. That must be confusing for at times uh, for the teacher. But uh, that's how it goes sometimes. And Archie is the focus of everybody's sort of gossipy attention because he was arrested over the summer and did some time for getting in over his head, essentially. Next to Archie is the teacher's pet, Mariska, who's also the resident theater kid. Very annoying, very, um, uh, in, in contemporary parlance, very very much a try-me girl, or a pick-me girl, not a try-me girl, pick-me girl. Um, then let's see, going back down to the second row, we have Lewis, who is a shop kid, and he is crushing on Lauren, who Ari is also crushing on. Lauren is analytical. Um, and she was childhood friends with Nick. 
Um, so, and not terribly interested in either Lewis or Ari, although not, not, not interested. I guess it's up to them to win her heart. Um, Amatista sits next to Lauren. She is an interzone transfer. Her parents were hippies. She's a hippie. Um, she lives out in the semi-rural part of town near the Angeles National Forest. Not at all kinfolk to some werewolves, I'm sure. Um, then we've got Miguel next to Amatista, and he is a classic one-upper, one of my least favorite people, types of people in real life, and um, also a fabulous and a gossip and the true villain of uh, Homeroom. Then in the third row, we have Annie. Next to Annie, we have Sarah, who is a drummer in the marching band. She's a stoner. She's a good source for a hookup if you want some weed or maybe something else. Um, but pretty chill otherwise. Next to Sarah, we have Stony or Stone Man, who is friends with Ned, kind of a surrogate. Uh, after Ken's disappearance, or not disappearance, but you know, moving away. And um, fairly, fairly basic guy. You know, what you see is what you get. Um, then in the last row next to the back door, we have Jenna. She missed school last year. The rumor is because of uh, due to pregnancy, a rumor started by Miguel. But in fact, she had orthopedic surgery, a long recovery period. And um, no one seems interested in that because it's far less salacious. But Annie stood up for her. Um, when the rumors are going around then next to her we have stephanie the cheerleader she's a popular girl but she nurses a secret fondness for bird watching and uh then we have tyler who is uh on the football team although actually you know i was going to say i was looking at this map i don't see a football field but i do see a baseball diamond is it baseball instead would be my question sure Baseball versus soccer. All right. So he's captain of the, or he's a manager, I guess, of the baseball team. He leads the baseball team. Um, kind of a physical bully um, with a bad attitude, but also um, desperately afraid of actually getting in a fight because um, better to be feared than to go down into defeat. Uh, he is also Miguel's quasi-henchman and meat shield. And uh, then last we have Nick in the far, far, far distant desk in the very back uh, sitting behind Ned. So I think that's a pretty good class. Yeah. We did it. Works for me. Okie dokie. So um, with that, we will have a chance to interact with all these folks. The reason why I took you through all this at the top of the session was so that um, we could have a house party. So, um, I mean, is it possible yes. that we could take a very brief bathroom break before we start? I was actually just about to suggest the very thing. Oh, so okay. yes, <laughs> so yes, we uh, we had this house party. We're going to kick it off with, and there's the invite. And so, yeah, when we come back, we will do the house party. Awesome. I short momentarily. Cool. Okay. We're back. And yes, we're going to have a party. So I'm not one for uh, tactical battle maps, like I said, but I am one for mood music. So the, the thing about Zoom is that 
when I play music on my end, I have to turn it way, way down so it doesn't blast your eardrums out. So I'm going to I've I've set the volume here, but please, for the love of God, let me know if it is uh, too loud or too soft. Thank you for warning me. I actually had my own music on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been weird. Um, yeah, so just share the audio here. All right. And um, yeah, so basically it is uh, October of 1994. Um, specifically, <clears throat> it is, um, did I put the date on the invitation? No, I just said this Saturday. Of course I did. Of course I did. But it is the uh, Saturday before Halloween, which is the 29th. Um, and it is at the Crypt House, which is this old... Well, not old house. I mean, it's it's uh, maybe 30 years old, but it, it looks a lot older because it has uh, sat unoccupied um, for the last uh, couple of years, ever since it was uh, put on the market. And um, I'll just put on some, I'll put on some creepy music here to just, just set the mood, just bring it in, you know, a little bit. How's that for everybody? Great. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, so this is the old Patterson house. Um, funnily enough, it's located on Old House Road. Um, but it's not the only one. But it's kind of at the end of a cul-de-sac. And uh, I guess, did we establish whether anybody drives? I forget if we did or not. I don't think we did. Does anybody drive? Does anybody have a car? Well, is your presumption in this era that if we um, have, if we drive, we have to have a dot and drive? No, not at all. Okay. Well, I do have a. You could be a really shitty driver, and you know, (laughs) yeah. Drive is um, minus one if you're unskilled, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the idea is supposed to be that like everyone. The, the game assumes that, like, you can drive without a that's Dotson Drive, but, like, if you want to do anything more elaborate than, like, get in your car and, like, drive down the street, you, you need yeah, Dotson exactly. Drive. Yeah. Well, I actually took a Dotson Drive, so um, my character can indeed drive. I think I probably ride my bike everywhere. Hmm. All right. But... If you're at the Patterson house, I did not drive there because I did just define that my I grew up near right near Patterson. So I, I'm within a block. That is true, actually. You're quite right. Um, I'm going to go okay. with, I do have a car. It is a very much the in the uh, supposed car. But Charlie Ball, like his parents, got him just the, the crappiest work, like uh, used car that they could find under the presumption that he was going to wreck it at some point. Um, so yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got a very old used he's got an old used like car from like the mid eighties mm-hmm. uh, or, or mm-hmm. early eighties because because again his parents are just like yeah they'll probably break it so you know what let's get him this old tank that will that'll, that he'll survive it but then if you know he loses it. <laughs> We're not out bad <laughs> You are describing my first car to a T. It was an 84 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra. So, oh, yeah. 
I, I wasn't describing my literal first car, but I was definitely describing my my my, my mother's yeah. uh, philosophy when it comes to uh, her teenage <laughs> children and cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And um, right. So sounds like we're all kind of converging from from different vectors. You know, we've got Annie walking over. We've got Ned on the bike. We've got Nick driving. Nick would have um, given, offered Ned a ride. Yeah, sure. He'll take it. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Okay. But generally, Ned likes to bike. But generally, he bikes, yeah. And uh, and how about Ari? What's How's Ari getting to the party? I think Ari met up with some friends and is doing the the carpool situation that way like it was definitely Mm -hmm. did not tell his parents that he was going to a full party it was like oh no a bunch of us are going to be hanging out we're doing some halloween stuff over like over at nikki's house and then from there they're heading to the party right (laughs) nice excellent Oh, and by the way, I will have the seating chart as a little like graphic for next time, just so that it's something you can pull up and, you know, see names and faces and stuff. It just makes it easier. Great. Then remembering 12 names. Um, <laughs> so, all right. And I'll cool. say on, on Ned, he does bike everywhere that he can't finagle a ride, but he can often finagle a ride, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. And uh, you know this is this is the sort of destination you want to get a ride to because it's it's um, kind of on the north side of town, so it's it's out towards the mountains. It's not exactly in the hills, but um, you know it's a good it's a good slope to get up to this house. You know, like if you were biking, gotcha. you wouldn't like it. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and what's more is that even when you get to the address, there's a long driveway that you then have to go down. Um, because the house is kind of tucked back away from the street behind a couple of other properties. So, um, you know, on this uh, twilight night, as you're converging at the site of the party, uh, you know, there's cars parked up and down the street. Um, you know, you can hear some laughter uh, filtering out over the, over the uh, still air. And... Um, and yeah, as you uh, you know, sort of converge at the same time, we'll say, for the sake of dramatic um, ease, <laughs> um, you're walking up the driveway to the old Patterson place. Um, now we've established you all knew Ken. You're all aware of the things that happened to some degree. No doubt Miguel has muddled the waters considerably. Um, is this the first time that you've been back to this house since Ken moved away a couple of years ago? I've definitely, uh, Annie has definitely come back. Um, Annie lives close by and he still has a lot of issues to work through with Ken. So I imagine that there was a time when Annie took an opportunity to kind of sneak into the house, maybe when it was being shown unsuccessfully to be sold. Um, but she, you know, found a way to get in and, you know, kind of look around to maybe not officially for clues, but on some level for clues. <laughs> nice. I have definitely come back, uh, because I, 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 as we established, think that 
there was something suspicious about this story and have like possibly been at one point been chased off because I was like rooting I was like trying to dig uh, in the Batten garden looking for something <laughs> or, oh wow okay <laughs> or, or maybe that's that's how actually this Annie Annie called maybe Annie like dragged me away and saved me from being arrested and no one <laughs> to this date no one officially knows who, who dug that trench in the back garden <laughs> Ooh, I, I love I love that. What if what if I were walking by and I saw like the shadows moving in the back garden or something, or I saw or I heard the sound and I'm like, wait a second. Yes. Or full like horror movie style where like, oh no, it's just it's just the weirdo kid character and he's just with a shovel and you're like, no, no, you dumbass. Yeah, and, and and there definitely would have been words like dumbass used, like and maybe even like a knocking you upside the head, like, get out of here. What are you thinking? Oh, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Get out of here. All right. Did, I love that. Did Ken leave over the summer or like in the middle of a school year or? Let's see. So so here here's here's the kind of fun part about this chronicle is that it is it is both a uh, sequel to a chronicle, but it also exists in the sort of like poorly defined place because there's gonna the next chronicle is gonna be a prequel to this one if that right. makes any sense <laughs> so so in in the time period between the last chronicle and this one is when that chronicle is going to be set and that's going to kind of fill in some of these blanks fill but, in that blank. mm -hmm. but this chronicle will also fill in those blanks you see right. so uh what i'm saying is what do you think did he move away in the middle of the year or uh, well or not so i was thinking that um, Ned never got any warning, right? Mm. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, one day he came by and, and Ken was just gone. Yeah, and yeah. It took a while for him to get details, you know? Um, so it doesn't, I don't know that it necessitates a summer or winter break sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. That's the easiest explanation for that is, you know, you have to wait to get back to school for, you know, the information network of, of, you know, the school populace got um, explained it. So I, but either way, I could have imagined him coming back, like expecting, oh, he'll be back eventually, right? Like they're going to move back or they're on vacation or something, right? Um, right. Until, you know, he found out. Okay. All right. I think that's good enough. Yeah. He just disappeared, basically. You know, as far as you're concerned, he disappeared. All right. So, um, so yeah. So, strolling up the uh, the concrete brick-lined drive, um, you know, this, this opens up into a, a rather large sort of like parking area. You know, and then there's um, the house itself is a well. It appears to be a, a one story. It's um, Annie. You would know. Like it's it's kind of um, it the far side of the property is actually a hill. It's a slope, you know, going a pretty steep slope going down. Um, so there's actually a daylight basement that's built in on that side of the house, um, and then also there's a um, you know kind of bedroom suite that's in a second floor arrangement at the back of the house as well. But as you approach the house, it looks like a one story house. It's got a really nice sort of front vista you know with a, a wide um a wide uh, uh front door 
um, kind of in this, you know, what would you say? Sort of a mid-century modern with slight like kind of Japanese architectural influences going on. Um, and, uh, oh, there's a swimming pool, but it's been drained for, you know, the last couple of years, empty pool, but you know, there's, there's like the, the deck area and, um, and so forth. So, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of kids out, um, already gathering around, you know, talking, music's going, here we go, get some music again, let me know if it's too loud or not. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's a party. So you can you can mix, you can talk, you can investigate. Are there drinks? Absolutely. There's the red solo cups in full effect. Of course. Um, <laughs> someone, you know, someone hooked up, someone got the hookup with the keg. Uh, there's some, you know, seniors here. There's some uh, kids from the city college, you know. Important question. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the for for all the other players, are we who is wearing costumes and what are those costumes? Yes, thank you. Costumes. Yes. Yes. Uh, Nick is wearing is absolutely wearing a costume. He's dressed as Vincent Vega from Pulp Fiction, which is why the date you know of it was so important because Pulp Fiction came out on October fourteenth, and if it was any earlier than this, this costume would not have worked. Wow, early adopter. I love it. All right. Yes. <laughs> Uh, in, a, in a in a nicer in a nicer uh, timeline, I think he goes on to film school. But this, unfortunately, is probably not going to be that timeline. We'll see. <laughs> oh no! It depends on how close he gets to the empty pool. Right. <laughs> so um, Annie um, is going to be appearing as Mary Shelley, who is her current literature obsession. I just put a image in the chat, but for those who are listening, um, it's a, a classic image of Mary Shelley, uh, center part and the hair going to the two sides. The sides are clipped with some big ringlets. Um, and then, uh, so she'll spend a, quite a bit of time trying to make her um, otherwise thick straight hair kind of do that. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, the dress mm-hmm. is sort of a little bit low um, around the shoulders. Um, and then it has like kind of some um, embroidered flowers and things on it. It's a black dress with kind of poofy colors. So she did her best. It's not a perfect replication, but she did do her best to try to, you know, mimic the image. Her uh, dad helped her out, you know, with gathering some of the items and mom helped her. So it was sort of a family endeavor. It's a family full of literature people. So mom and dad loved the idea. <laughs> nice. And now is the dress like practical though? It's not, you're not like in a full like hoop skirt or anything. You know, I think it's 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 meant to suggest that, but without actually being completely impossible to move in, particularly for someone who doesn't do this every day of her life. Um, <laughs> she does also, she did try to imi- imitate the big necklace that in the image uh, Mary Shelley has around her neck. Um, but I think uh, rather than trying to imitate that, the exact jewelry, which would have been very difficult, she is just wearing uh, some similar like long thin chains with a couple of bobbles on it, including her pentacle. Nice. Nice. Any other costumes? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of whether I want to veer lame or or ner- I'm going to say he is dressed as um, Will Smith from The Fresh Prince. You know? Um <laughs> 
Nice. Yeah. So the Fresh Prince. The Fresh Prince. You have come as the Fresh yeah. Prince. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. How about Ari? Absolutely coming in costume, and it's it's one of those definitely could have grabbed it off of off of the rack at at a Halloween store style costumes, right? It's like it's a cowboy, but it's really it's just a flannel shirt and a vest, a brown vest with some fringe. And like maybe he's got the hat, but maybe the hat gets ditched like five minutes into the party because it is too fucking hot to be wearing a hat indoors with this many people around. Like his head is just sweating and is like, you know what? Nah, people will get it. I've got the boots. I've got the shirt. That's cowboy, right? <laughs> it's also a party city cowboy hat, no doubt. So uh, pretty, pretty cheap, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Love that. So we've got Vincent Vega, Mary Shelley, an off the rack cowboy and the Fresh Prince. It's a nice, nice mix. Um, okay. So, so yeah. So, um, the, you know, there's like nobody, nobody here to really kind of police where you go or what you do. Um, what do you want to do now that you're here? Um, well, I think I beeline for, for a drink, I think yeah. as my start. Um, and, um, you said the, uh, rare of the house is sort of on a slope. Mm-hmm. And so when, um, but there's an upstairs is what you're saying, or is there a downstairs? Do you know what I mean? Like, do there, we, Yeah. So you're kind of like entering on, in a way, like the middle floor, because, okay. um, which is the the bulk of the house. Sure. But yeah, in the back of the, in the back of the house, kind of, uh, is, mm-hmm. is uh, some stairs down to a daylight basement. And then there's like a sort of an upstairs area off the main room. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like kind of a, what would you call that? Um, not exactly a loft, but, you know, sort of, sort of like a loft, I guess. It's like kind of the. A big bedroom suite you know it's got the bedroom bathroom you know yeah big picture windows all that stuff you know so i think ned will mingle just for a bit but he kind of wants to see the view like he wants to mm. check out the house. he's not been here you know in forever yeah it's supposed to be a little you know haunted ish almost you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. uh so he's also gonna you know make his rounds just to check out the house Okay. Yeah, and that was the, you know, that was the the Patterson parents bedroom. So, I don't think you probably ever went You'd up ever there at all. There. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right. And uh, you know, um, let's see. Uh, but he would Stoney's I'm sorry, here. he'd find Stony first. He would find Yeah, I was going to say Stony first. Absolutely here. the yeah. first thing. Yeah. Yeah. Stone man. Yeah, Stone man. <laughs> Uh, in fact he'd probably just call for him as he enters the you know. yeah. <laughs> and he's here and he's like oh. hey, man. <laughs> Nick would come in uh, he entered with Ned obviously uh, and would join Ned he would get the drinks he'd probably do whatever like 
chest bumping was necessary to establish that he was actually there. And yes, he's totally cool and not weird. And oh, you're looking in the direction. Okay, I'm going down to the basement because I am still convinced there is something buried beneath the floorboards. <laughs> My mistake was the garden. That's right. <laughs> Fool. And I'm going to pull, you know, uh, Stony aside and say, make sure he doesn't get too drunk about Nick because um, he already looks like he's, you know, he needs to be watched. And, you know, if he gets a couple drinks in him, I don't know what he's going to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Annie and Ari, you're walking in next. What are you what are you looking to make of this evening? First thing is absolutely a room scan. See like who's where, who first off, who's here? Second, have the groups formed their cliques or are people still like doing that weird mingling thing where like they're kind of sort of <laughs> small talking all with each other before cliques start to really form? Right. Uh and then the third thing is is Lauren here? Does she have a cup? And can I do the suave, like, hey, hand you a drink and, like, arm up on the wall? <laughs> arm it up on the wall and starts sliding down a little bit. You know? Yeah. It is, like, absolutely what he thinks is, like, the smooth, cool thing. And it right. It might work, maybe, on someone yeah. someday. Yeah. <laughs> Need some more practice. Um, all right, awesome. And um, and how about Annie? I think Annie would also do a quick scan of the room. Um, I think Annie will look, kind of walk by the drinks, but in the end, decide against it. I think um, Annie would feel weird. It's not that Annie doesn't ever drink, but Annie rarely drinks. And this would just feel weird to do it in this house. This house has a different resonance mm. for her. I think she was even on the fence about coming to the party. The costume, she wanted to show off her costume, but I mean, it's just, it's a weird, weird place to be. And so she'll scan the room and I think she'll, you know, say a couple pleasant things to people and then eventually kind of casually make her way back into Ken's room. Almost kind of like a, mm -hmm. a little bit of a pilgrimage, and, you know, not, not any big agenda, just kind of be in there and just reflect. Nice. All right. So, um, that's great. So yeah. So basically, Can all of you are. Yes, of course, Sorry. please. Uh, oh, do I, what's the like academics role to recognize Mary Shelley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, definitely academics and um, uh, probably just intelligence. Right. Intelligence plus academics. Well, and, and as I do go around and say hello to people, I am sort of trying to pray it a little bit because I worked really hard on this costume and I want people to notice and to ask. Mm -hmm. I might even volunteer a bit as well. You know, like, oh, you know, do you, do you, do you like, do you like who I am? Do you, do you recognize me? Very famous <laughs> did, author. Did, so, did you bring a prop of like an old fashioned looking book that's like, oh, this is my book, The Modern Prometheus? You know what? You know? Actually, that's, that's, a, that's a genius idea. I think I absolutely would have brought an old, an old dog-eared copy of like Frankenstein. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. in part in realizing that very, very few of the kids in the room would actually have gotten it. Right. Right. And then realizing I have to drag a book around all night. Uh, <laughs> uh, hint. Right. And you yeah. just... <laughs> all right. So what did we get? We got, uh, I got one, one success. success. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. So, so may right. I suggest then that before I even like show off the book to you, maybe, you know, you recognize it. I say nice Mary Shelley. And I suddenly look at you in a new light. Well, <laughs> thank you, Ned. Uh, I, I, I see you're doing an artist you like too. That's good. <laughs> well, he's, he's more than an artist and he's sort of, he feels really cool right now. Okay. Um, uh, and um, he'll say, I don't think you needed the book. People know Mary Shelley. And, and, and she, she, she's like, well, the good people. <laughs> um, you should hang with us. Oh, well, I, I just, I just got here, but I'll, I'll come talk to you more in a little bit. All right. Yeah, sure. Mingle, mingle. Um, no, no. And, and at that point, that's when I'll kind of casually just head, head back on my own to Ken's room. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, uh, if that happened, well, uh, Ned, well, Nick was around. He absolutely, he, so I, I rolled, I recognize it, but I also, that's the point where I vanished because I absolutely did not want Anna to spot me because she would try to stop me from going down into the basement. <laughs> well, you know, it's awfully funny because you share the same destination, actually, uh, <laughs> in a way, um, because Ken's room was above Amy's room. And Amy's room was the basement. So there you go. Um, and the way you get to the basement is right off of Ken's room. So basically, you've walked into the house. There's this large sort of like 20 foot by 20 foot kind of hall, really, because uh, it's it's sort of a two story high ceiling. Uh, the, the, mat, the, the bedroom loft is above that, you know. The stairs up there right off of this this hall kitchen is off to your right that's where all the that's where the cake's been set up the cups are being filled and disseminated um you know there's a living room out beyond this entry hall that people are sort of filtering into starting to to uh yeah break off into little cliques uh re you do spot lauren so we'll we'll get back to that in a second um but um and uh, and Ned, you saw you saw Stony like kind of over towards the kitchen, so you're heading off in that direction. But uh, but yeah, Ken's bedroom was sort of on the you know far end of the house, and uh, it was one of the one of the four bedrooms. This is a five bedroom house, everybody. It's one of the four bedrooms on on this floor. Uh, but he chose it because it had a fireplace in it, and he thought that was really cool. Um, and there's a little. Uh, yeah, like wrought iron spiral staircase just right outside the door of that room that goes down to the daylight basement. So uh, Annie and Nick are kind of both wending their way in that direction. But but notably, Nick was ahead of me because Nick was avoiding me. And so I wouldn't see him going down, I think. But maybe there's a chance on my way back out, I might notice that the light is on downstairs or that there's noise or floor planks being moved. Who knows? That's totally fair. I like it. Um, okay, so Ari, you are trying to be Mr. Suave uh, in front of Lauren. <laughs> so um, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Presence and something social? 
probably presence and socialize because I feel yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I was if I was doing more um, like oration at her, something like expression would make more sense. But I'm just chatting. Mm-hmm. That's fine. All right, let's see how you do. Two successes. All right, cool. Like it. All right, so yeah, so uh, so yeah, you find uh, you find Lauren in the in the living room, and um, there's a, uh, a set of sliding like a you know French doors um, on the far side um, that she's standing near, um, and um, she's uh, chatting with um, let's say with Sarah and uh, Jenna. And um, yeah, you just kind of <laughs> move move in. You were you you brought a cup for her, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's I've got mine, and it's not like super full. Neither one of them are particularly like they're not overflowing, but there's a good amount of probably some cheap beer in both of them. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And um, <clears throat> so you know she. Uh, as, as you sidle up uh, and lean against the wall, uh, her face betrays a bit of surprise at first, you know, because, uh, of course, you're in costume. So there's this moment of like, who is this? And then, oh, it's uh, Ari. And then uh, and then she just gives you a little smile and she's like, uh, howdy, cowboy. Is she dressed up as anything? I'm. I'm... Yes, she is. Um, let's see. <laughs> trying to trying to imagine what this person that we just invented would dress up as. Um, I'm going to say uh, that she is she's just going with kind of a, a um, Victorian um, vampire kind of look, you know. So she's she's got just a lot of like white, you know, face powder on. Yeah. If I may, interview with a vampire came out this year too. Exactly. And Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula a couple of years prior to that. So it was a thing. It was definitely a thing. Um, so, yeah. So she's, um, yeah, she's going for that kind of classy vampire look, you know. Okay. Um, white face powder and like a frilly frock kind of thing, you know. In that case, kind of as mutual acknowledgement and also as a nice little opener, I just offer her the cup with a slight flourish. And it is... It is not blood, but it is maybe the next best thing, depending on who you ask. <laughs> so it gets a laugh out of her, and uh, and she she takes the cup and uh, <laughs> and she says um, she says, "Well, it's uh, fortunate for you that I've uh, already drank my fill of blood earlier tonight." And uh, with that, she gives you a little. A little toast, a little cheers, clinking your plastic cups. And she uh, takes a drink and then immediately makes a face. Yeah, it's probably not the coldest thing either. Like, it's like vaguely <laughs> lukewarm beer, which is yeah. even worse. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she she makes a game uh, stab at it. You know. All right. And... Um, 
so for Annie moving into Ken's bedroom, yes, obviously this is uh, brings back some memories for you. The, uh, the fireplace has been swept and cleaned. Uh, of course, it has the little cement logs in it and the gas uh, starter underneath, you know. But um, hasn't been a fire in this thing in at least two years. Um, and of course, the house itself has been completely, you know, cleaned out, right? There's no furniture, nothing on the walls, so forth, you know. But, uh, you know, if you if you squint a little bit, you can you can bring all that back, you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've been here for you for post moves, so I, I'm not necessarily expecting to find anything. It's really mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of like, you know, walking by the the old house kind of vibe. Um, you mm-hmm. know, when you you know, you're like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, Owen used to be there. So I'll just kind of, you know, idly walk around, you know, you know, kind of run my fingers along the mantle, you know, maybe look out the window, and you know, just kind of. Let things just kind of walk and work their way back to my head until something breaks that revelry for me. At some point, I'm sure there'll be some loud laugh from the next room or I'll hear the sound of, you know, something happening downstairs and I'll be like, you know, that will kind of get me out of it. Okay. Um, maybe one thing that, that, that breaks it a little bit, you know, without any, any of that kind of outside uh, interference is, um, you know, you're looking out the window, uh, looking at the uh, twinkling city lights because you know this is on the side of the house that, where there's the the drop off, right? So you can, you've actually got a pretty good vista of the Pasadena and surrounding areas. And uh, then out of the corner of your eye, there's just, there's like this little scuttling mo- movement, just like moves right past you. I'll, 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 uh, I mean, I'm already at the window, but I'll, mm-hmm. you know, kind of get as close as I can, you know, kind of like straining my eyes, trying to see, you know, if I, if I still didn't see it and what was that, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. What's our, what's our perceptions with wits plus composure, right? Is that, is that the usual? Correct. Thing? Right. Okay. So let's get a wits plus composure roll. Okay. Are there any penalties because of the darkness? Yeah, let's put a minus two on that. Okay. Is that five successes? Yeah. Doesn't seem uh, three, three successes. <laughs> oh, three successes. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, no, you're right. No, I rolled three. I don't know if I did that right then. I was supposed to roll three dice. Oh, I think it's you added things like it. You added somehow you as oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. Now I know how it works. I killed up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do uh, three like that. Okay. That works. I was oh, like, you're surprisingly casual about that exceptional success. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. That okay. makes more sense. Zero success. Okay. okay yes. Cool. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, so it was just, it was just some weird movements um like kind of almost along the outer windowsill right but um it was that close you know but then as you sort of peer down you can't really make out anything so yeah all right 
Then we have Nick descending stairs. So, at the bottom of the stairs, you come out into a rather labyrinthine um, basement setup. This is one of those situations where, you know, there's just like a bunch of little little rooms. Um, you know, you can see like the laundry hookup. Machines are not there anymore. Um, little like utility closets, the water heater, which has been turned off, you know, that sort of thing. But, um, but you also know that uh, Amy's bedroom would have been, you know, off to your right. The old rec room would have been off to your left. You know, you have some idea of the layout. So what are we looking for? We are, um, is there anyone, is it just me down here? So far. In that case, I am literally on the floor, tapping on it, looking for hollow spots. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, let's see. What kind of role do we want to make out of that one? How about... <clears throat> I mean, we could just go with the wits plus composure. Or if there's something you feel like you have a skill in like investigation. Investigation mm -hmm. makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how about wits plus investigation? Oh my god, am I, am I actually going to find something if I roll well? <laughs> uh, two successes. All right. Excellent. Um, oh, and I forgot to ask, what part of the basement are you tapping? There's the utility area, there's Amy's old bedroom, there's a bathroom, or there's the rec room. Let's start with the utility area. Okay. So, so yeah, so you're on your you're on your hands and knees. Um, oh, and did you turn lights on, or you did you bring a flashlight? Um, I brought a flashlight, but I I don't think he's. I, I think he would turn the lights on. I think he's. Mm -hmm. I think he's seen enough horror movies to to like, <laughs> not to be like. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> All right. So um, so yeah. So you start poking around. Um, and like I said, there's a water heater, uh, down here. It's been turned off, and uh, you know, bedecked with cobwebs, of course. Um, but as you're as you're peeking around, getting your hands dirty, you do see that there is something shoved behind the water heater, and it looks like a little uh, book. Jackpot. <laughs> he says this out loud, to be clear. <laughs> of course. And, and reaches uh, and reaches under it for it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, withdrawing it from under the uh, water heater and wiping some of the, you know, sandy, you know, crust and crud that's accumulated on top of it. You can see that it is a, you know, fairly standard faux leather clasp closed diary. It even says diary on the front in gold foil lettering. Oh, hell yes. 
Yoink. <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will be studying this later. Indeed. Um, <clears throat> as you are uh, examining that, you also hear um, something down here, uh, or sense something down here, I should say. Um, just kind of like a, a little scuttling noise, a little skittering kind of noise. What's that? Seem to be coming from the uh, the rec room area. I slowly approach the rec room. <laughs> it's got one of those old, um, like accordion style doors, you know. Mm-hmm. It's closed, of course. I slowly reach out to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so upstairs, uh, <laughs> let's see, what is, um, what's Ned up to? You've, you've hooked up with Stoney. Um, what are you guys up to? I think um, Ned is probably showing off a little. If there's a, if you can find any hype energy drink around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, kind of reenacting the commercial for someone, uh, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. unsuspecting person. Um, he has a little trick where, you know, you fling it up in the air and then you catch it and you'd expect that it would explode if you open it. Um, but he has an opening technique, which usually works, uh, where you just barely, just barely open it first, give it a mm-hmm. second, you know, and there's tension in the room as he does it. And then he rips it off, you know, and, and it's fine. Um, so that that's what he's doing. Uh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. <laughs> All right. And, um, and then he'll about... say whatever the slogan was as he does it. I don't know. Uh, okay. uh, what is it? Maximum energy or something like that. I think. It, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Maximum energy. Um, all right, so Ari, you're you're chatting with Lauren and, and her friends. Um, anything else? I think I think right now that takes up the majority of his uh, like of his of his attention. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's he's also vaguely keeping an eye on who else is around. Because, like, on the one hand, he does want to, he does, like, actually want to kind of know who's here, who's, who else uh, he, he'll want to chat with kind of later on. But especially if the conversation is still going decently, he wants to kind of ride that as far as he can. Uh, mm-hmm. And also to make sure that, you know, if Lewis is here, that maybe he doesn't draw attention to them because that's more time that he can have and less time that he has to deal with Lewis. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And um, so for Annie, there is a light coming up from the basement at this point. That's definitely going to take my attention and I'm going to go and uh, I'm not like running, but I'm going to walk out kind of, huh? And walk down to uh, see what's going on down there. All right. So, um, so for Nick, as you are reaching out to open this um, this door of the rec room, you, you hear Annie's uh, shoes on the on the you know wrought iron uh, steps, right? 
it's kind of impossible to be stealthy coming down those steps. So, uh, sh- shit! I I I I look for somewhere to hide. <laughs> I hide in the bathroom. There is a closet. There, there's little, yeah, there is a bathroom like right next to you actually. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's have you make a stealthy kind of roll there, and um, you know, Dex plus stealth, and just see how well you do. All right, that is an unskilled roll. I am unused to hiding myself. Nice. <laughs> My dexterity is pretty high, so okay. Okay. One success. All right, let's see if Annie can beat that with her wits plus composure. Okay. One success as well. Okay. All right. So, um, so there's maybe a hint of, of movement as you're rounding the the steps, but yeah, uh, hard to say. Maybe just imagine that. So the are the lights on down here? They are. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. So then I can't like necessarily see that the uh, uh, light is under the bathroom door or something. It's not as obvious. So I'll. Probably walk into Amy's room. I, I would know that that was Amy's room, and mm-hmm. you know, just kind of look around to see if there, you know, if there was someone down there, or if that's something else that maybe I saw. Um, you know, and I'll probably just kind of casually, not in a rush, make my way around and check door to door to door. <laughs> Start doing a systematic sweep of the basement. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say though that I think. You know, when uh, Nick turned the light on, it was it was just like the first, you know, panel. And so it was really just the like the naked bulb that was, you know, in the utility closet and laundry room area, you know. So uh, to go into Amy's room, you turn all light in there to go in the next room, you turn all light in there, you know, that kind of thing. If you're OK with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. All right. So. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so you walk into Amy's bedroom and you flip on the light and like a half a dozen rats just scatter. They're big. They're like size of chihuahuas. How does Annie feel about rats? You know, I'm, I'm not like a, a, a screechy, you know, anti-rat person. I'm not excited about the fact that they're big rats. And I'm certainly <laughs> going to take a step back, but I... I I, I'm someone who who would not just like scream like you know like the stereotypical girl, right? Um, so I'll definitely kind of move back if as long as I'm not feeling threatened. I'm not going to like abandon ship, but I'm going to kind of like Ugh, kind of take a step or two back. Yeah, there's something about these rats. Um, like they they're startled by the light, but they don't flee. Um, they just sort of you know jump a little bit and then they're moving around and it just feels uncannily like they're checking you out. I'll kind of look past them and around and make sure there's not a reason that I can see that the rats are in there. And if there's not, I'll just close the door. You know, there's nothing to be gained from letting the rats out in the party. Uh, But if there is something interesting in there, I might be tempted to linger at the door without going in to try to figure out what it is. Um, you know, like everywhere else in the house, this this room's been cleaned out. Um, you do notice um that one of the windows is broken out um from the outside, you know, outside in. So there's 
shattered glass on the floor. But um, yeah, apart from that, nothing nothing untoward. Okay. If that's the case, I'm going to go ahead and close it because I don't want the rats to get out and create a unnecessary mess and panic of the party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, I'll just continue my sleep and then head back upstairs if there's no one down here and the bathroom door is locked. If okay. the bathroom door is locked, I will just presume that someone can get who the bathroom and that's it. And then head back upstairs. Did Nick lock the bathroom door or close it at all? He closed it. I'm going to now take my life into my own hands. Even he closed, he locked it. Ah, Tico. He hadn't thought of it until just now. I still love it. Six. He thought of it. The door is locked. <laughs> Aha. All right. Rats. yeah so with that i think annie would just head back upstairs then um i think annie is actually thinking at some point maybe not yet but at some point going down to the outside of the house to see nova get where the glass is broken feel like maybe she could also get a better look in the room of the rats safely but Mm. she's probably going to need some sort of lighting source first so she's going to have to think about that because they're not, not really smartphones, yeah. No, indeed. You have to actually carry a flashlight with you. Uh, <laughs> all right, so um, very good. So, Nick, you hear Annie's footsteps receding and then heading up the stairs. So, successfully evaded uh, detection. I, I wait like five minutes, flush the toilet unnecessarily, Wash my hands, wash my hands, and then follow her up the stairs. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, when you flush the toilet, it like flushes, but then doesn't refill. And then when you turn the faucet, it's just like, you know, and then nothing comes out. So, uh, yeah, water is off on this property. So, good thing you weren't actually doing anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a complicated uh, party setting. It yeah. is. Yeah. It? <laughs> they didn't, say, yeah. Nobody it's thought. Nobody fast. thought this through. Nobody. It's gonna go well for the first two hours, and it's a disaster. It's <laughs> all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> there's a backyard. There's a. There's an empty pool. Who's that? <laughs> all right. Very good. So. um so yeah, so you know, after a bit, you know, the four of you are sort of like once again in the same general vicinity. Um, you know, Ari um, holding his own with Lauren, much to his his uh, internal uh, delight, I'm sure. And um, yeah, Ned entertaining folks with his uh, trademark <laughs> party trick. That's oh, right. Um, Is Miguel here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course, right? Okay. <laughs> of course, in fucking hands. As he enters, we all just stare at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, Miguel shows up with Tyler and Stephanie. Um, you know, fashionably late. It's uh, well past dusk at this point. You know, very dark outside. And, um, you know, 
Tyler comes in, lets everybody know he's there with a, what's up, bitches? You know, kind of thing. And, um, yeah, they're, uh, you know, kind of making a beeline for the beer. Wish to avoid, it's, engage I think, outside. Um, Ned feels a tension in any room that Miguel is in for any, you know, spotlight that might be taken by his, you know, um, uh, exaggerations. Um, mm -hmm. So he tends to just um, move around you know, away mm -hmm. roughly, you know, from him. Right. Um, right. Subtly enough that it doesn't seem intentional, but he just, um, it, and it isn't even really necessarily intentional. It's like half intentional, you know? Mm -hmm. um, uh, so yeah, he'll he'll slowly find himself, um, you know, uh, shifting positions. Um, uh, maybe challenge someone to a game or something, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, beer pong or I don't know, you know, something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. Beer pong sounds sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Um how's Nick feeling about that book? Uh it's burning a hole in his pocket. <laughs> he really, really wants to look at it, but he's also like Ooh, I really should wait. But on the other hand, it's in my pocket right now. And on the other hand, oh, God, I hate Miguel. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's a teenager. So the answer at any given time, he's having like 50 different emotions at once. And they're all like extremely high level. Um, <laughs> uh, hormones are couldn't pay me to go back. Um, <laughs> uh, I think he he's aware that he is he has gone this way he's basically mentally counting down the time he can make another disappearing act um to to look at the book but he, he is aware that he has gone like i think i think annie almost found him spooked him and so he's got to put a face in so that no one thinks he's like vanished or gone looking for anything again right so he's i i actually he's probably gonna join ned at beer pong and, and maybe they're they're playing he just okay. throws the ping pong ball so Miguel came in. Yep. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you so know, he's here. Maybe we should challenge him. Ooh. What? I feel like it's a beer pong, dude. Yes. I feel like pong. when he loses something, he's usually quiet for the rest of the day, you know? I really, really want that. Yes, please. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. And um, so, Ari, you, you've been chatting up Lauren like over near the, these French doors for for a good a good while now. Um, do you want to try and like leverage this into something else like hey do you want to go for a walk or you know like anything like that or like what are you thinking you think i think he's a little bit too much of a coward to try to leverage it into a full walk but i do think that he sees the beer pong that's going on about to happen and just like want to go over and want to go over and see what that's about want to maybe sure. 
Maybe, uh, maybe you and I can have a go. <laughs> so uh, she's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So you uh, mosey over there. So everyone's sort of converging on the beer pong. What's Annie doing? I think that at that point, Annie probably is going to uh, come over and watch the games as well. Okay. And and she'll probably stand kind of more on the Ned side um, because she was very impressed by Ned's knowledge of literature and would have wanted to support him. And Gina is actually one of the more decent people there. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so... Well, where is the see. diary currently? What is it like in a back pocket? Is it like a? Uh, uh, how big is the diary? Oh, let's see. Do I have something around here? I could. Oh, here we go. Something like this. Okay, so that's that could reasonably fit into a jacket pocket. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, as, as we've established, I am dressed as Vincent Vega, so I have a jacket pocket. <laughs> that's right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right cool so um all right well let's see um how would we get this? Would we play beer pong uh, uh might i suggest a variation yes. of the chase rules Ooh. oh i like Smart. that yeah. Uh, one yes, thing yes. I am hoping for is that there's teamwork involved so I can get my uh, teamwork merit. My team yes. player. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. So, okay. Um, <clears throat> so we've got, so we've, basically we've got the four of you versus, mm -hmm. or is everybody playing or just maybe two, three? How, who's, uh, who's actually playing? I think if it, it does depend. I mean, Nick and I are playing. Maybe Stoney's a little too drunk. I prefer Nick right now. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, we were going to challenge Miguel, but then it sounded like um, Ari and uh, Lauren wanted to play, right? So it's a mm -hmm. first come, first serve sort of deal, I guess. Whichever is more narratively interesting, I guess. Thing. There's a mix of like less wanting to play and more like seeing what's up and then maybe hopping in on doubles if yeah. if that was if that was an option. But if you guys are challenging Miguel, I think it is very fun to just be <laughs> like, oh no, let's see where that pans out. Let's see. <laughs> let's see how that goes. For sure. <laughs> and I'm gonna say that about halfway through the game, my character is gonna start to very deliberately in Miguel's like kind of clutch and play with my pentacle I'm just trying to bust his head <laughs> <laughs> nice alright um okay cool so um so yeah let's do a variation on the chase rules uh so we've got Ned and Nick versus Tyler and Miguel we've got um um, Annie's gonna gonna help by trying to distract Miguel a little bit. Um, so I'd say that would be that'd be good for plus one. And let's see. Obviously, we want to get to five successes. Um, and what are we rolling though? I mean, Ooh, dex, um, dex, dex for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, athletics? Athletics seems good. Yeah, I mean, it makes things. sense. Yeah. It's yeah, usually the throw makes sense. Athletics makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And what is what does our team player merit do for us? Um, a plus, oh, I actually have to roll a presence empathy. And if I get a success, oh. um, then uh, we all have plus one to teamwork rolls for the scene. Okay. Very good. So presence three, empathy three. Great. And this what else is like my highest roll uh, that's one success that's good enough good enough so, okay, that so that's going to give us a plus, a plus one, one. Mm-hmm. alright so that's a plus two altogether with Annie also running interference and um Obviously, I'm giving you guys the edge since you're <laughs> determining that it's Dex plus Athletics. So, uh, who wants to roll that? My uh, Dex plus Athletics is uh, five. Mine is six. All right, so I shall assist. Okay, and remember the plus two. So I get plus, so I roll plus two as so I roll plus two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's three successes for our to use uh, dice pool. Nice. Uh, so that's a plus five. Plus Holy five crap! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys are going to bury this dude. <laughs> oh, no. I feel so guilty about that. Except, I Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> How? How? You're what is that? Rant. 11 dice? F's in chat for that dice pool. Uh, uh, really? Yeah, 11. 11. Wow. Zero. Zero success. Zero. Wait, wait, no. Yeah, you did. Eight? Eight No, success? that's the, that's the, um. It's saying eight or, or eight or formula, better. I think. Yeah. yeah that's formula. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah it's, yeah, it's the five plus zero plus six means that's 11 dice. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Wow, we wow. Well, sorry for cursing it. Um, <laughs> uh, you rolling like a dairy farmer. I oh, really man. am. Wow. All right. Well, let's see. So, um, yeah. So, Tyler's going to help Miguel. So, let's see. These guys, Miguel's not, or no, other way around. Miguel's going to help Tyler. Um, Miguel's not particularly Tyler. athletic. So, he's really just rolling like a, like a two die pool here. Uh, with one success, okay. And then we'll say Tyler's rolling five plus one, so that's six. And that is two successes. All right, so they're up two, two nothing here. And they get the edge. Um, eh, I don't see any reason to switch the dice pool, though. Um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just, just going to stick with that. So, Miguel's going to help again. One success. So, we get six rolls for Tyler. And that is a 10 again. So, one plus, that's it. So, we've got three successes. All right, guys. Come behind. I believe in you. (laughs) All right. I'll start with mine. (laughs) 
We got this. One success, I'm afraid. That's all right. All right. That's all right. So plus yeah. three. Great. Plus three. Okay. There we go. Boom. There we go. That's better. He started slow. <laughs> uh, but then we lulled them into shot a after shot. Yeah. That's false right. sense of security. <laughs> Some somehow the more you drank, the better you got. That's what it was. I, I needed another hype energy drink. Um <laughs> You're like, let me just top this up with some. Ice. Let me just, yeah, just, <laughs> and then just sink after sink after sink. <laughs> so yeah, so so yeah, with each successive um, goal, I don't know what you call it in beer sure. punk. Um, uh, you know, the the crowd reaction is more and more like, oh, oh, you know, like people are just going nuts. And of course, you know, Tyler is having to knock back each cup, you know, and so he's he's just had to like basically, you know, power slam like five full cups of beer in like less than 10 minutes. So even for a guy of his, um, you know, capacity, he's he's feeling it a bit. Um, and Miguel just looks like like, you know, you you literally wipe that smirk off his face right there. They were up. He was smirking at you and then you came from behind and he's just like. <laughs> so, so yeah, successful a successful round of beer pong. Hey man, you tried, you know. <laughs> Good game. Yeah. Good game. Good game. GG. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, very good. So. Uh, you know, we'll say it's been, you know, a good couple hours or so at the party here. Uh, how, how are y'all feeling? Um, I'll ask Nick, hey, where's the bathroom, man? So there was, um, the water is not on in the building. So there's sort of, kind of not any, technically speaking. Or maybe more accurately, there is one. There are bathrooms, but they only work once. And I, <laughs> Don't know who's already been at all of them. Gotcha. Okay. So what I'm saying is the woods. The answer is the gotcha. Woods. Yep. Sorry. I, I picked that That's up. a very no. complicated way to say that. Take it outside. <laughs> um I never did get to see that view. But you know, I don't think I'm thinking of it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Um, what's and, uh, the general reception to um, uh, the Mary Shelley costume? Yeah, indeed. Um, let's see. <sighs> You've got the prop. <laughs> so <laughs> um, why don't we have uh, Annie roll uh, presence plus expression just to see, you know, how how it lands basically. Three successful. Oh nice. Okay. So yeah, it's um, you know, actually goes off quite well. Uh most people get it. The ones who don't, you explain it to them and they're like, oh fun. You know, so yeah. It's I think it's a Wednesday Adams or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or just, you know, oh, it's a cool goth outfit. 
Yeah, yeah. But uh, speaking of Annie, you you did want to go snooping around outside as well, I believe. Yeah, so I know that the uh, book, I mean, I as a player know that the book is in pocket and out of sight, the diary. But after <laughs> uh, Ned kind of heads off to the bathroom, Nick is there. Do I see the flashlight on Nick? I'd say that's probably likely. Um, but Vincent Vega costume is only going to absorb so much bulk. Yes. So yeah. let's go with yes. Let's go. All right. So I'm going to see an opportunity. I'm a clever girl. And so I'm going to walk up to Nick and make a little bit of small talk and say, Hey, you know, Nick, I know you were kind of curious about what really happened here. You know, you know what I saw downstairs not too long ago is there's a broken window that leads into the rec room that was broken from the outside. Wondering if you wanted to go take a look with me. Just like literally look at the window. I'm not, there's no other suggestion here because you have the flashlight. So I have a slightly awkward moment where I'm trying to make sure I'm not suggesting the wrong thing. I literally want you to come look at the broken window with me. <laughs> Imagine that you're actually like doing the like rapid fire, like anxious yeah. delivery. Um, and it's not, it's not often that Annie gets flustered, but then Annie just suddenly realizes how much this is sounding wrong, particularly at this point in the evening. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Sure. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah, go. No, no, sure, sure, of course. Go on. He's realizing he's not cool, so now he needs to play it cool. Um, so yeah, he'll go with her. Great. Pull out your flashlight. Click. <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, like I say, um, the uh daylight basement was on the downward slope side of the property so you're gonna basically head out the front door then down some little steps some little concrete steps to a the the, you know sort of pool deck area and then go around to the side where there's um you know some like um vegetation right you know palm small little palm uh bushes and um i don't know jacarandas <laughs> bougainvilleas etc socal vegetation um but yeah it's 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 somewhat somewhat overgrown back here um and then yeah like off to your left is you got the house on your right so off to your left you actually kind of see down into the neighbor's yard which is dark um and then there's some yeah just sort of undeveloped land out beyond uh, in the other direction like ahead of you uh, so you're having to sort of wend your way you know it's it's quite dark if you didn't have the flashlight you'd be you know basically be impassable um, and uh, you're just looking for that for that window um, and Nick has a flashlight or, or did he give it to Annie I forgot Nick's got it Nick's got it. Okay, so Nick, you're 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 playing the light around, looking for that window. Annie, you spotted up ahead. There it is. You know, painted glass. You know, the one part of the glass window is not reflecting. 
Great. So I'm going to look around, not just at the window. I'm going to ask Nick to, uh, hey, Nick, shine the window, shine the light inside. I want to see if the rats are still there. Rats? Yeah, they're almost rodents of an unusual size. <laughs> One, good reference. Two, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nick's pa- Nick has never really Nick's parents are neat freaks, so like he he does not handle roaches or rats or anything like that very well. Noted. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so he peeks up and you know shines the light in. All right. So the light, um, you know, illuminates Amy's old bedroom. Um, piercing the darkness and uh, shining onto the you know onto the uh, the wood floor and you know there's just a lot of dust dirt broken glass you're not seeing any rats you're playing the light around it moves up towards the far wall and then it like you know it's, it's shining along the wall then you're moving it towards like the back corner and the weirdest thing happens. It's like, it's like an optical illusion almost where the light just, you know, it's dispelling the darkness as light tends to do until it just hits a particular spot in the corner. And then it just doesn't, it's like the darkness actually swallows the flashlight. And then it, and then as you keep moving it, it pops back in basically. Annie, please tell me you see this. I I can't, you're keep, Dropping the light off there in the middle, shine it over right there in the middle, and I'll. Tell you I am it. shining it right there in the middle. Give that to me, and I'll take it, and I'll try. <laughs> um, so you're shining it into this like dark corner, and um, after like maybe three seconds, suddenly you can see the corner, like the corner is lit up by the light, but it's it's almost like the darkness just kind of moved away from your flashlight. That, that was kind of strange. It almost seemed like a spirit or something. There was this time that I did a summoning and there was like this shadow on the middle of my bed, like someone was lying on it for like an hour. It was really wild. And then I had the flashlight back to him. <laughs> Spirits aren't real. It was probably an alien. They communicate, oh, with, uh, they communicate us with our ancient belief systems. Yeah, that's that, that. That sounds like we're talking about the same thing. Uh, okay, yes, for practical purposes, you are correct. Um, I'll, at that point, I think I'm going to um, kind of have him tilt the flashlight down and look at the ground to see you know are there the signifiers of what broke the glass because it was broken inward. Um, you know, is it like a rock that like hit it and then fell to the ground? Is there footprints? Like, what was that? All right, so you tilt the light down and as you illuminate the floor, you see a very unexpected incongruous sight, uh, a man who is advancing across the floor on his hands and feet, not his hands and knees, but he's just sort of crawling across the floor, like maybe a few inches off the floor, uh, face down. He's wearing like, just dirty jeans and a hoodie with the hood pulled up 
and he's not even looking up. It's, you know, his head's like facing the floor as well. And he's sort of scuttling across the floor directly towards you. Ah, okay, so then I scream. <laughs> that would make me scream, yes. Yes. Save. That's fine. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll scream and, you know, kind of take a couple steps back. And mm -hmm. as I do, I'm going to grab Nick and pull him back with me. Okay. Do I see, can I see, do I see this as well? Or is it like only enough room for one of us to stand there? I mean, I, I'm assuming, yeah, you were both sort of peering in. So, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, you do need to, you need to do no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am already with you on the startled Yelp <laughs> and, and backing up train. Only it was a scream. It was a startled Yelp. A scream wouldn't be manly. This was a startled Yelp. Uh, ah! I, I, I love the idea that as I scream and I reach out to grab you to pull you back with me, you're already back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Look, I, I, I'm, you know, if we got a little more athletic, I'm a little more used to having to back up quickly as a soccer goalie. <laughs> That's it. All right. So, um, yeah, so you, you back away. Um, and in the next, I, I assume you're still like holding the flashlight, you know, uh, so in the next second, um, the, you know, like as if the person had like hit the wall and just come up the wall, their face appears in the, in the frame of the window, perfectly illuminated by your flashlight. He's got his hood up, as I say, and it's like completely cinched, you know, like, like to the point where the, the edges of the hood are all like bunched up. But you can see enough of his face. It's um, it's the most, um, frankly, hideous visage you've ever seen. You know, it's 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 almost like a a, a monster mask. Um, it's just this like gray, like like the grayness of like a wasp's nest and the, and the texture of a wasp's nest as well. You know, and it's just all like kind of sunken, uh, like you know, like a mummy's maybe, like with the eyes are sunken in, the nose is sunken in. Um, and then he has like rat teeth protruding from his mouth and he looks at both of you and he just says, beat it. I'm, I'm going to scream again. <laughs> <laughs> scream, scream again. <laughs> I, am I near enough by that I could come running? I was going to say, yeah, you guys me. are yeah, I feel like definitely going to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. going to say these sound like breaking points, though, for the two of you, perhaps. Um, Works for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So resolveless composure. Um, did we determine integrity and all that? Uh, I said it as seven because I think that's the default, but I yeah, usual default. But yeah. 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 So you get a plus one for that. And I don't think we really have anything else, any other modifiers. Not, nothing's really violent happening. Nothing's overtly supernatural. It's just kind of freaky. Uh, so yeah, just resolve plus composure plus one should do the trick. Okay. Two successes. Three successes. Okay. All right. So screaming, but uh, <laughs> but otherwise okay. Um, so yeah, I think um, spooked or shaken would, would be appropriate here. I'll take spooked. Yeah. Yeah, spooked. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. So yeah. So for Ari and uh, Ned, you you hear the unmistakable sound of Annie screaming a couple times, and even what sounds like Nick uh, emitting a startled yelp. <laughs> manly startled yelp. A manly startled yelp. <laughs> yes. I'll come running. Hey, whoa! What's going on? We need to get out of the party. Creepy rat guy inside. I think I'm not. I think I arrived not long after because, like, you know, they're they're my friends. They're yelling just happened, and I definitely heard uh, creepy rat guy. and was like, I'm sorry, a a what? (laughs) This this weird man was scuttling across the floor and then stuck his face out and told us to beat it. And he looked kind of like a like rat team. Like a dead rat guy. Like an a, a house squatter? A squatter? Maybe? I don't know. We shouldn't be here. Well, yeah. Well, he's not, he's not going to eat all of us, right? Well, then we shouldn't be here. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe exactly. Miguel and Tyler can stay, but, like, we yeah. shouldn't be hey, here. I'm going to, like, lean over basement. just to try and take a look, just, you know, a little it, bit. Is it all four of us, yeah, yeah. or is it, like, they, or is there more people in the party, or is it just the four of us? Well, I, I think it's just the four of you. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to feel a little more emboldened now that there's more backup. No offense, Nick. <laughs> so I think Annie, <laughs> if, if uh, Ned is starting to look, I think Annie's going to grab the flashlight again out of Nick's hand if she can, and then use that to shine and kind of go up with Ned to take a look. Damn it. So, uh, so yeah, so you peer around the corner, you shine the light up the little, like, narrow... I'll call back you coming, Graves. Ooh! Called him Graves. You coming, Graves? (laughs) Yep, be right there. (laughs) (laughs) Last night was so shocky. I take, I take the flashlight and I hold it out. Because it's my oh, flashlight, you damn it. Do, do you? I, Most excellent. I, yes. And when you do, I'll say a gentleman. <laughs> what a gentleman. Um, all right. So, um, yeah. So, Nick, you, you shine that light down along the little, like, trail that you blaze to get to the get to the far end of the property and look through the daylight basement and you can see the spot you were just standing you know 30 feet down or so and pouring out of this window are just a horde of rats just dozens of rats so that's what you meant uh (laughs) we don't need to no no there was an actual Please back me up on this, Annie. There was an actual dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he, he was a dude, but he had, like, weird skin and rat teeth. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. I mean, okay. if Nick just said it, you couldn't believe it, but I saw it, too. Yeah, exactly. I'm super un... No one believes me, but you can believe her. <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't normally, think it was and, a rat And how, how sure are we that this wasn't a costume? Oh, it could have been a costume, but there are actual part. rats now. So I think it was a spirit yeah. alien. Mm. Hey, See, you lost me, but I don't want to. I mean, these things carry rabies, right? So, I'm good here. Yeah. Uh, How much to um, drink have you had? Not a drop. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah, I was in the mood. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm glad y'all are having fun. But okay, good. just because all of this is sounding a little um, like y'all got punked. Mm, nope, not a cultural reference yet. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got candid camera. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Well, it, it does right. have the well, of a prank. Right. You know, it's it could probably be a, a good Halloween gag. Yeah, yeah. But if it is, it's a really good one because those rats are streaming they, out of the basement. Yeah, um, I'm gonna make sure to keep a wide berth between me and the with the current of rats. Um, and. Uh, yeah, if it's a prank, it's a good one. I mean, they'd have to have released all these rats, or I don't know. Or they just made use of what was here. The built like rats are opportunistic. You leave a building yeah. abandoned long enough, they're gonna move in, well, and then from there, it's what a creepy mask and a hoodie away. Absolutely, and I'll tell you, I went down to the basement earlier and went into that room and saw the rats in there. So the rats were already in there, but there was no guy in there, and this guy was not any of us. Like this wasn't just a mask, and he was like, he was like, dude, yeah. So how did he get in there? There, there are no other doors in there. And did you just walk through the party and no one noticed? I mean, he's not one of us. Did you see any strangers there? Mm, I given, didn't see any rat guys. Yeah, I was going to say, given that we were paying attention, it would be not too much of a stretch to say we absolutely did not see him wandering through. Yeah, I checked out everyone's costumes. And I'm going to shout at the sort of opening, nice try, asshole. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Well, either way, I wouldn't drink any more of the beer with all the rats in the house. Yeah, I... Actually, yeah, okay. I I think I'm ready to get out of here. If you are, Ned, I I don't. I, no, <laughs> no. I mean, sure. All right. I mean, if you really want to, but I mean, we just rabies. won bear pong. I mean, <laughs> rabies. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Rabies. <laughs> Do you want rabies? I don't want rabies. No, no, no. nobody wants rabies. I mean, that's painful, right? They have to like put a shot in your stomach and like use several times. Yeah. Oh, do they? That sounds. Yeah. Yeah, No, I. uh, We can go. Cool. Anyone else want to ride? (laughs) I'm just gonna walk. Thanks. Maybe. You sure? Yeah. Are you sure? It's just... a block. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, Ari, you bouncing as well? I think I'm sticking around a little longer. Like maybe not the whole length of the party, but yeah, it's never good to be the first one to leave. <laughs> all right all right so um yeah you know the your your party uh, as far as you know the four of you are concerned uh 
comes to an end with some of you driving home, some of you walking home, some of you hanging around for a little bit. Um, for, uh, for Annie, you know, your walk home, um, you think it's just a block, you know, nothing done in a million times, but, um, even for that short distance, you know, you find your mind is playing tricks on you. Um, you could swear like you hear something paralleling your, your progress in the bushes as you're walking, uh, you know, as you pass under one of the street lights, it, it blinks out and only lights up again as you, you know, pass by it, you know, it's things like that. Okay. I think as, as I walk, I'll just, my, my gait will get a little more quick as, uh-huh. as I go. Um, you know, I, I, I try to play it cool, but there are times when, you know, it can be a, uh, and where I do start to respond. Okay. And, um, yeah, as for Ari, you, um, you know, continue to hang out for a bit. Um, Lauren, uh, you know, never quite warmed up to that booze. You know, she, she finished the cup you gave her and then started a second one and, you know, she's sort of, um, you know, bracing herself against the wall, looking, looking quite green, you know, and just like, oh, I do not feel good at all. Oof. Been there. <laughs> and, um, and then quite suddenly, you know, she, she breaks and runs towards this um, bathroom. that's just like right, right off the kitchen, you know, kind of like a guest bath. And, um, and then, yeah, like a second later, you hear you hear a remarkable combination of sounds. Um, it's sort of like the the beginning of vomiting, but then like imagine you were sort of screaming and vomiting at the same time, uh, <laughs> you know. And then, um, and then, like the the instant she can actually vocalize something, she's like, "Ari." Uh, yeah, I will definitely go go help her out. Uh, I'm probably halfway there before she gets that out, just because I feel bad. Yeah, because uh, that that's no that's no good. Also, very fast. That's also very fast for that to set on. Yeah, yeah. It's um, seems to be something particular to her, you know, body chemistry. Maybe she's just having a really bad reaction. Um, yeah, it's not just simply like, oh, I had too much to drink, right? But, um, but yeah, so as you, as you, you know, rush into the bathroom, you can see that she had, you know, thrown the toilet seat open and, and begun, began to vomit into it only to realize that there were rats coming up out of the toilet and she was puking on them. And so now there are vomit covered rats coming up out of the toilet. This memory is going to last her a lifetime. She's she's never drinking beer again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's one way to that's one way to do it. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so that that is happening. How do you? What do you want to do about it? <laughs> the bathroom does have a door you could shut. No, but then that traps the vomit-covered rats in with us, and that's its own separate hell. Oh, naturally, yes. I <laughs> so think- she's. She's sort of recoiled against the wall and it's just like, you know, sweating and pale and terrified. Is there like the remnants of a trash can? Because I think the first thing I'm doing is probably getting her something that's not the toilet to so that one, <laughs> we can stay mobile and not in the in the rats and two, sure. so that she doesn't end up puking more on the rats and that becomes it's like and that just gets worse and worse it's just, kind of slapstick uh, you know? uh yeah sure there's yeah there's a little yeah bathroom waste basket that got left behind sure yeah that's definitely getting not like shoved aggressively but like here like yeah. head like a mixture of that and hair back um anything that is He's not necessarily double checking to make sure everything's clean. He's just kind of pulling everything. Yeah. And probably assumes that she has an extra hair tie. So is like looking for a rubber band on her wrist or some shit like that. That mm-hmm. is that is the way. Uh if that's not there, he's tucking it like into her shirt just to keep mm-hmm. it out of her face. Yeah. And like doing his best to make sure that she's decently comfortable. As comfortable as one can be when vomiting and there are rats everywhere, frankly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so they're they're starting to like crawl up, you know, like they're they're skittering on the porcelain, but some of them are getting some purchase now and like pulling themselves out, you know. Uh, next thing is immediately seat slammed back down over them. Yep. <laughs> like leading her out of the room if they and if any have escaped. Say la vie, they're out there now. And if they yeah. haven't, the door is getting shut behind them after the toilet has been slammed down and they've been kind of vacated just yeah. so that it's just to help make sure that they're there and there and we're out here. And now I'm going to go find a nice quiet corner for you to feel better in and maybe put up a sign, like a little out of order sign. <laughs> Well, naturally, the commotion drew some attention and, uh, you know, it's people like, what's happening in there? What's going on? You know, as you guys are like retreating, you know, so I don't know if you want to tell people or not. Fucking rats. There's rats in the toilet. Don't just don't tell everyone this is not. Yeah, no, it's fucking gross. So the uh, word spreads like wildfire and uh, that's more or less the end of the party (laughs) at that point. Yeah. Um, okay. And for Ned and Nick driving home, is it a, is it a silent car ride? Are you talking? Are you excitedly talking? What about um, that diary? What's going on? Ned will keep a conversation going if none's happening. You know, he'll be we'll Okay, cool. Like he'll he'll talk. Like you know, he's 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 out of. He's not a quiet person by any stretch of the imagination. It's just that no one wants to hear what he has to say. Um, it was, I get it might've been a costume. I get that there are rats in abandoned buildings. This was not that. Like, I, hey, listen, man, I'm not fighting you. You know, you saw something down there. Thank you. Thank you. There was something. 
I don't know what it is yet. Me but either. Some there was a there was definitely a dude there, and he definitely told us to beat it. I mean, yeah, and he said so. Yeah, he was very clear on that. He didn't want us down there. Okay. Um, maybe, well, maybe it's just a homeless guy with bad teeth. I don't know. Probably. I mean, he um, he wasn't invited to the party, you know. He didn't know it was coming. No. Right. Who did invite us all to this party? <laughs> this was uh, just sort of a generally disseminated invitation, you know, like it showed up in lockers, people were passing it around. Well, I uh, who organized oh, this is a mystery. No, but seriously, who whose party was this? Uh, I don't know. I think I invited you. Yeah, I know, but who invited, I who invited okay. me? Um, I think the flyers were just going around. I don't know, man. It's kind of fucking Let's, weird. Yeah, usually someone takes credit for this kind of thing. Yeah. Miguel didn't even take credit. Yeah, that, that's really <laughs> weird. That's, now you know it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel, I mean, like, I, yeah, Miguel didn't take credit. Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird. Uh. But don't get going. It's just... Uh, <laughs> It's just a party, okay? Too late. There was a weird guy downstairs, maybe, uh, who got interrupted with all the kids upstairs, you know? I'm going to say I know, but you know that I'm lying and that I actually am going to go down this rabbit hole, right? <laughs> okay. I, 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 let's, just, okay. <laughs> let's just talk about what happened that's truly inexplicable. Nothing. Right, we got rats. Those are, you know, abandoned homes are lousy for rats. We got, you know, a homeless guy squatting underneath the the home. Pretty normal, right? And then we got, sure, we don't know who threw the party. Um, it's not that it's inexplicable so much as there is no explanation yet. But don't you want to know the explanation? I just realized I, I shouldn't be doing hand gestures. I'm supposed to be driving. <laughs> Hands on the wheel, please. Hands on the wheel. I just feel like it's not a big mystery, you know? Maybe not, but, like, don't you want to know? You've got ratophobia or something? You're really spooked, you know? I mean, yes, but I'm like this all the time. Yeah, fair. Fair. I mean, you, you're... Okay, yeah, I don't like rats. I ah, crawl and pause, but I'm just saying, it, I'm curious. Okay, let's let's say for the sake of argument, you're right. It's just a homeless guy down there, and and there was it's just rats. Nothing unusual beyond that. Mm-hmm. I still am, think it's interesting that there's a party that no one knows who threw it, and I'm curious to find out who it is. And, well, you know what? I'll ask around Monday. I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm curious who who who, did, who would do that. Hell, it's probably not someone from our school. Uh, there are college kids there. There were college kids there. I wouldn't be surprised. That is a perfectly rational explanation uh, for all of this. Truly. So just don't get going. That's all. I reserve the right to wait and see. How about that? Fair enough. Fair enough. 
All right, what do you want in and out? Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think uh, we'll wrap it up for this week. Um, we've got some good questions here. We've got that got that diary. So it's up to Nick as to you know how you want to approach that. Um, and um, you know when you want to dive into that and so forth. But um, oh, pretty much the moment he gets home, he's going to open it and start reading. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a handout, and since you're the only one so far that has it, I'll just send, I'll DM it to you, and you can make Uh-oh. of it what you will. And mm-hmm. then um, you know, if you want to share it next time, that's fine. But, oh, probably, probably. Yeah. This will give this will give you a chance to think about how Nick wants to, you know, interact with it. So, um, so yeah, I think we'll 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 sort of you know iris out on that. Did anyone fulfill an aspiration? Uh, I had work as part of a team. That's good. Take it. No, I did not. Although I may want to kill me. I might want to change my third aspiration now after. After I now that I've played him, I've kind of got a different idea of who he is, if that makes sense. That's yeah, that's totally fine. I mean, that's all, yeah, honestly. So yeah, everyone gets a beat for ending a game session, and um I guess Ned would get a beat as well. Oh, I also have to my reputation within the school with a big athletic win. Oh, Ooh. okay. Let's Sounds see. good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I had to see something supernatural. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Excellent. And yeah, uh, definitely feel free to, to modify for... aspirations Sorry. based on like some of these characters we've established or other things. That's totally fine. Um, don't you get one for rolling an integrity um, breaking point as well? I think for making. Oh, let me see here. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. It's still aspiration. When you resolve a condition with a criteria um, and other actions, if you fail and roll, take damage. Um, if you risk a breaking point, you take a beat. So that would be an integrity check, right? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. Boom. Cool. Awesome. All right, y'all. Well, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fantastic. Absolutely had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Good, good. Um, yeah, so you know, the diary and all that, you know, we're we're just gonna kind of do the clue trail and kind of let you go from there. Go from there. Yeah. But that's awesome. gonna be the initial clue and we'll just we'll just take off. Um and I can't say anything else. <laughs> so, <laughs> Makes sense. I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, me too.